In today's gospel, we're in the fourth chapter of Matthew, and we see something very weird. Jesus being tempted by the devil himself. I first want to make something clear about these temptations before moving on to a second point, that each of these temptations means something. So to begin, a lot of times we write off these temptations of Jesus as just, yeah, meh, of course, of course he was going to resist them. But you can't do that because these temptations were very real. If you believe that Jesus is fully God and fully human, then we acknowledge these temptations that we heard would feel the exact same way as if they were happening to you. But if they were happening to you on your worst day, Jesus just fasted for 40 days. And if you can imagine it, not having a normal meal, not having a full stomach for 40 days, and then someone tries to tempt you with everything. The reason I'm hammering this point home is maybe to help you connect with God a little more. God knows exactly how hard it is to be human. If you really struggle with a temptation and you feel like, well, I just keep falling and falling, it really helps to talk with someone who's been there but, but made it through. It's the reason why so many people who are in recovery from an addiction speak to those who are still struggling. If someone succeeds, their example can spread healing. There is that wrong idea out there that people feel like, well, I have to get better first, I have to conquer my temptations, and then I'll go to God. But today's gospel shows that this is backwards. Come to God first with your struggles and temptations because he's been there and he can speak directly to it. In short, the temptation of Jesus was real. Connect with him about how hard this life is because he can relate. So our second point is each of these temptations that he had actually had a purpose. Each of them is an inversion of what Christ was supposed to do. In other words, the devil is trying to tempt Jesus to do the exact opposite of what he came for. So let's just look at each of them. So that first one, turning stones into bread. Here's the temptation. Do not suffer. Live a life of comfort. If Christ gave in here, he would use his power to ensure that he would never go hungry or suffer in any way. But the problem is, he came to suffer. Without him suffering, we would not have had a repaired relationship with God the Father. And then the same goes for us. The devil, the spirit against Christ, tempts us with the comforts here on earth so that we don't even care about a relationship with God. Jesus over and over again warned that it is hard for the rich to go to heaven because when you have access to a lot of these good things here on earth and that comfort, it kind of makes us forget that there is an afterlife. So to fight this temptation, our Lord kind of gives us the example of fasting. Fasting stops us from constantly looking at the comforts that I should have, and then we start to look to others, to God, to other people in need. This Lent, when you give up something and you're fasting from it, be it some type of food or a treat or your phone or screens or whatever, that fasting is where you become stronger, where you detach from this, the comforts and say, I'm called to something better. It makes you stronger and more loving to other people and open to God. So pray for the strength to complete your fasting, whatever you chose. So the second temptation for Jesus is that if he worships the devil, then everything will be under Christ's command. 
In other words, if Jesus would stop being obedient to God the Father, then he would become the most powerful person on earth. And how often are we tempted by someone in the world telling us, like, look, you'll be more popular, you'll be more powerful, you'll be happier if you just stop being Christian. It might not be as blatant as that or in your face as that, but it's usually more subtle. But we are constantly being asked, look, if you just compromise your Christianity, you're going to get stuff out of it. So the solution to this is almsgiving. If you give something that you have or give of your time, your talent, if you give to the point where you actually have to change your life a little, it kind of heals that lust for power, that lust for other people's acceptance. My recommendation is always find a charity or a cause that kind of speaks to your heart and then give there. And then that can be very protective against this temptation. But lastly, the devil takes Jesus to the highest points and tempts him by saying, If you are the son of God, throw yourself down from here because God will send his angels to protect you. But Jesus points out, this is another trick. This is just putting God to the test. And I think we're all tempted to do this. We say to God, we'll say, God, I'll love you if you make this thing happen. But if you don't make this happen, then it's your fault when I walk away. When you look at everything Jesus has told us about God and a relationship with him, We see that God wants a connection with us, but he wants a healthy one, not a codependent one. The question comes down to is, do I love God or do I love what he could do for me? So prayer is the response to this one, like prayer during Lent or adding some prayer each day. When we put God to test in our lives, it's like saying, I'll love you if you do this for me. And we know that that is unhealthy in human relationships. It's an unhealthy relationship with God. So the flip side is this. When you pray and when you have that little bit of connection with God each day, he'll give you the strength and confidence to see that whatever he chooses to do with our requests, be it a yes or a no, it's actually what we needed in the long run, even though it might not be what we wanted. So again, this Lent, we're all going to be tempted, just like Jesus was tempted. We'll be tempted to to kind of look towards comfort to be my Savior. But through fasting, we'll kind of shift the focus from ourselves to God and to other people. We'll be tempted to give up who we really are for power, fame, acceptance. But almsgiving shows us that the resources I have might actually help others, and then it's going to free me up from my tight grasp on, I need this to be happy. But finally, we'll be tempted to put God to test. But again, with prayer, a little bit of connection with him each day, you'll grow in a healthy relationship with God. And then we'll experience his love and the gifts that he would want to give us. They might not be always what they want, but in the long run, we'll see they are what I needed. So remember, the devil is just trying to tempt you in the same way that he did to Jesus to invert or flip on its head the things that you were called to do the things that are going to actually bring you peace or true joy. So just use prayer, fasting, almsgiving this Lent to resist and truly come alive. So may the Lord bless your Lenten practices this season.